Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and in today's video I'm bringing you guys a 10 team half PPR mock draft from the fifth overall selection as requested by Russell L One of my subscribers So if you guys have a draft that you would like me to do I will try to make sure and get to it over the next couple of weeks We are going to be having a great time in this mock draft The roster positions are one quarterback two running backs two wideouts a tight end flex kicker defense and six bench spots Like I said, this is a 10 team half PPR mock draft from the fifth overall slot. We are on fantasypros.com so we're gonna get right into it we are not going to accept that new look because personally I do not believe it looks very good so as the draft commences in the first round the first pick was Christian McCaffrey followed by Saquon Barkley Derek Henry Michael Thomas now I'm going to be completely honest with you you cannot be picking Derek Henry inside of the top four inside of the top three that is fucking crazy you want to know who should have went there there are many of backs that should have went ahead of a guy like Derek Henry I would rather have Zeke Dalvin Cook I don't even like Dalvin Cook Alvin Kamara Joe Mixon all over Derrick Henry. Now, that's nothing to say that Derrick Henry doesn't have any skill. Sure, it means he still has skill, but don't be drafting that guy at number three. You may end up being very, very disappointed over a safe guy like Ezekiel Elliott or Alvin Kamara. So at number four, Michael Thomas came out the board. So the first wide receiver off the board early in the draft, coming just four picks into the draft. That is going to be very atypical. Once the first three running backs, typically it's going to be the big three, McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, the same big three as last year. They returned yet again. Those are the guys that are going to go off the draft, and someone's just going to say, fuck it. Let me get that safety in Michael Thomas, and I completely love that move. I think it is a very safe move. Now, we are in a 10-team league, so this means that a lot of these teams are going to be super teams. Now, something I actually try to push for is drafting a tight end earlier in these leagues in comparison to most of my drafts, where I like to draft the tight end super late. In a 10-team league, you get that strong positional advantage. So I'm not going to be drafting Kelsey in the first two rounds or Kittle, but I'm going to be looking to get Mark Andrews around the third, fourth round value. So our first pick here, though, with the 105, we're looking to get a running back here, and one fell straight to me, and that was Ezekiel Elliott. To me, this is a locked and loaded pick. If Ezekiel Elliott wasn't there, I probably would have went with Alvin Kamara. I just don't believe in Dalvin Cook. I mean, the skill is there clearly, but his injury history does worry me. So I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott here, running back out of the Dallas Cowboys. So after we went with Ezekiel Elliott... Uh, a bunch of players came off the board. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Julio Jones, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette. So the running backs are going to be going fast in all of these drafts. Only four picks were non-running backs, and those were wide receivers. Now, you guys have to understand, in your at-home drafts, there are going to be those guys that say, fuck it, I'm going to draft Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes in the first two, three rounds. That'll happen. Lamar Jackson, if you're in a league that is not very sharp, which is great for you because you're going to be winning a lot of money. Lamar Jackson might be the fir first five picks, and I'm just being completely honest with you. I'm just stating what I have seen in drafts. So uh, we will not be taking a quarterback in the first th couple of rounds, but obviously I like uh, the value in like the fourth round is pretty solid on a guy like Lamar Jackson. Uh, all the other picks were pretty typical. Other than Julio Jones above Tyreek and Adams, to me that is a little early for Julio Jones, but none of these other picks are really standing out to me. So right now looking at the board, running back Austin Eckler is still available, Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Mark Ingram, Melvin Gordon, and then wide receiver still available. We got DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Kenny Gall a day. So right here to me, there's a huge teardrop at the running back position right after Austin Eckler. Kenyon Drake, I love, okay? So maybe I would technically include him in that that tier where we're getting, we're in like the second or third tier of running back. So Eckler and Kenyon Drake, but then it just falls off from there. 
I don't want anything to do with Miles Sanders. I probably don't want Todd Gurley. Definitely not Todd Gurley. I don't really want Chris Carson right now based on the fact that I don't know what Seattle is going to do in the NFL draft. If Chris Car- Chris Carson is going to be fine for the start of the season, but Penny is not. So they're going to probably draft a fucking running back. And if that's Cam Akers, I am going to shit my pants if I own Chris Carson. So I'm not drafting Chris Carson. I'm going with Austin Eckler. I probably draft this guy in every single fucking mock draft because to me, he's my second round lock pick. Austin Eckler, Mr. Christian McCaffrey light is going to go crazy in 2020. I personally believe that, and I think that that is a lock. I think he had an amazing year last season with Melvin Gordon there for a majority of the games. We'll read off his stats real quick for the people at home. 16 games, 132 rushes for 557 yards. That doesn't sound too good, right? But 92 fucking receptions, 993 receiving yards, and 11 touchdowns. You better come in your pants if you read that stat and you are a man if you are a woman. I don't know how that works because, you know, it's complicated (laughs) to get it to work down there. So Austin Eckler is who we are going to be going with here at the 206. I just love the pick here. I would also argue Chris Godwin to be the pick there as well. So after I'm with Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins came off the board, followed by Kenyon Drake, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson. So we just got absolutely sniped. We got sniped. The big three tight ends all off the board. So the tight ends to understand here, there's a tier of tight ends. You have to understand this when you're drafting. You got to draft in tiers. So the top the tier of, of tight ends is Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews. To me, they're all up there in the top three. And then there's a break where I'm just saying, I'm not drafting any of these guys. I'm just going to Zach Ertz, Darren Waller, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, Austin Hooper. Not drafting any of those guys. I say, fuck it. I wait, and then I draft one of the later round guys. So that's what we're going to end up doing here. I wanted to get Mr. Mark Andrews at this pick, but we got sniped. The computer heard me talking about it. So right now, we have two running backs through the first two rounds, and Lamar Jackson was actually at the 3-4. So the first quarterback of the draft comes off in the third board, which is pretty typical in sharper type of leagues. Not sharper type of leagues, but just normal leagues they're going to be playing in. Uh, If he doesn't go the first two rounds, probably round three, round four. But if you're in a super sharp league, these motherfuckers wait forever on quarterback, and then there's just amazing value sitting there in the fifth round so at this pick to me we already got our two running backs Zeke and Austin Eckler we're not going to worry about that for a while so we're gonna go ahead and attack the wide receiver positions guys still available on the board Kenny Galladay Amari Cooper Odell Beckham Jr. Allen Robinson DJ Moore Cortland Sutton Juju Smith-Schuster AJ Brown Keenan Allen Cooper Cup to me one of these guys stands alone on a board by himself and that is Kenny Galladay now I know there are going to be people in the comment sections oh Nick don't you know that uh that Stafford's uh he his back is fucked up yeah I realize but Kenny Galladay put up numbers numbers with guys you've never heard of did you know who David Blau was before he played or David Blow whatever the fuck you say however you say his name did you know who that was before last year because I sure did not in 2019 16 games 65 receptions, 116 targets. So that's going to be his receptions are going to go up. If the targets stay the same, the receptions will go up. He's had 110-plus targets two years in a row. 1,190 yards. 1,000-plus yards two years in a row. A total of 11 touchdowns. This motherfucker said his rookie season, his sophomore season, he's not going to combine them. He's going to go more than combined. In his first two years, seven combined touchdowns. This year, 11. He is going to be on fire in 2020. Kenny Galladay is one of my favorite wide receivers to watch. I know Marvin Jones is there, but I do what I do know is Kenny Galladay is in a league of his own, kind of like that movie in a league of her own. Kenny Galladay is going to be an amazing pick in the third round here. I love Kenny Galladay. To me, he might even finish ahead of Julio and Mike Evans. Just being honest with you, maybe even above DeAndre Hopkins. So I love this pick from Mr. Kenny Galladay. 
why did I not pick Amari Cooper? Because I don't believe in Amari Cooper. It's just as simple as that. So after Kenny Galladay, Melvin Gordon, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley, Amari Cooper, Miles Sanders, Odell Beckham Jr., Chris Carson, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett. Melvin Gordon, very early. Todd Gurley, early. But that's probably where they're going to end up falling because people, I know, there's going to be these people that are Melvin Gordon guys. And I think I may eventually change my opinion on Melvin Gordon. Right now, I think that it's going to be a shit show in Denver. I just think it's going to be. I think that we're going to all think, all these fantasy analysts, Melvin Gordon's going to be great. Melvin Gordon's going to be great. This is a great situation. Great situation. He gets away from Austin Eckler. But Philip Lindsay's like fucking a worse version of Austin Eckler. And Philip Lindsay might be a better running back than Melvin Gordon. And with that said, I don't know. I just am not taking Melvin Gordon. Todd Gurley's knee scares me. Odell Beckham Jr. is just a bum. I don't trust him. I would have wanted DJ Moore at this pick. Tyler Lockett a little too early. I mean, without DJ Moore being here... Uh, looking at other wide receivers, guys like Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Juju, A.J. Green. Looking at the, oh, I did not. Okay, thank God I didn't draft them. Look at the running backs, Mark Ingram, Devin Singletary, Le'Veon Bell. So even a 10-team league, the running backs are flying off the board so fast. So you have to understand that that's going to fucking happen in your league unless you're drafting with a bunch of people who are the kind of people who just like to draft safely, which I understand. Wide receivers are much more safe, but the running backs, if you hit on these guys, you are going to absolutely bend over your competition. So we're going to be drafting wide receiver here, though. I'm going to go ahead and snag Cortland Sutton. Now, why do I like Cortland Sutton over Allen Robinson? To me, it's just a question of talent at the quarterback position. In Chicago, Trubisky's terrible. Nick Foles? He's got a big dick, but who knows how good he's really going to be in Chicago. I think it's going to be better this year. Al Robinson put up numbers last year with the garbage Trubisky, but Cortland Sutton was putting it on. He was going to work last year with Horsecock, Drew Locke, 16 games, 72 receptions on 124 targets, 1,112 yards, 6 touchdowns. And I know Denver is going to bring, likely bring in a wide receiver in the draft. Well, that's in the first round with one of those elite guys, or they wait till the second or third round, get a guy like potentially Mims, or get one of those other guys, Chenault, one of those type of guys, okay? That helps Cortland Sutton because Cortland Sutton's the only man out there besides Noah Fant right now. Those other guys on his team are not too hot. Deshaun Hamilton, who I personally thought would be good, is just fucking bum. So Cortland Sutton here, to me, is an insta-lock here in the fourth round. So after we went with Cortland Sutton, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster came the board, followed by Devin Singletary, A.J. Brown, Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Marky Mock Ingram, Devontae Paca, and Marlon Mack. So right now, we're going to try to go ahead and attack the running back position and just get the most safe guy on the board. People are going to be talking shit about Le'Veon Bell. They're going to be saying, oh, he fucked me last year. I picked him in the first round, and he didn't do anything. Sure, that's an argument. But you know what he's going to do this year? Probably the same fucking thing, and you're getting him not in the first round. You're getting him in the fifth round. This pick is so safe. I know, I know, I know that Mr. 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 Um, Adam Gaze is not very good. I know Adam Gaze is not the smartest guy okay i know that but i know that mr mr i know that he's just gonna be good okay Le'Veon bell is going to put up numbers sorry guys i got a bit distracted there but Le'Veon bell is going to be fine he's gonna be very safe he's gonna be a pass catching running back on the team so go ahead and draft him go ahead and get him while he is cheap i think he might move up and then his value is gonna be gone though that could happen. His value could move up, and he could absolutely disappear. So we're going to go with Le'Veon Bell here at the 505. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. So I'm from with Le'Veon Bell, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, DJ Chark, Robert Woods, Zach Ertz, Kyler Murray, Darren Waller, Carrion, Johnson, Russell Wilson. So right now at our pick, a lot of the quarterbacks are gone. So we're just going to continue to wait on the quarterback position. Looking at the quarterbacks still available, Dak, 
I like Dak, but not in the sixth round. I'd prefer to wait. So we're just going to attack the running back position one more time and then likely hammer onto some wide receivers. Unless I love the wide receiver value here. Not loving these guys so much that I wouldn't just wait around. So I'm going to go ahead and get another one of my guys. And to me, David Montgomery is just one of the guys that I, I'm going to be attacking. Now, I won't argue with you to pick David Johnson here. People are so off on David Johnson. I understand he got hurt. I understand he didn't look good. But Bill O'Brien, B-O-B Bob, is going to be thinking, holy fuck, man. I just, I just got fleeced in this trade. He already knows that. He has to know that. All of Twitter, all of Instagram, all of the news, any news you watch, NFL news, they're going to be telling you, you're an idiot, including me. But David Johnson, he's going to get the rock. And he's going to get it repeatedly. He's going to get it often, and if he can stay healthy, David Johnson has the potential to be a top 10 back. I know no one's going to say that. No one is going to be saying that at all, but I believe in David Johnson. But I think David Montgomery is the pick here. I think David Montgomery is going to put out. Last year, he did not play too high. He was very hyped up, overhyped, as one might say, as a rookie, and he was going higher than the sixth round, and a lot of people were really believing him, me included. He didn't do that. But I think with the addition of big dick Nick Foles, the offense will run better. I think that he's the quarterback, and I think that David Montgomery is going to put all the haters to rest this season. I would also argue Damian, not Damian Williams, I would also argue for Mr. Kareem Hunt, but I think this is one round too early for Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt is going to be a very safe guy, just like Le'Veon Bell. But we already got our safety net. We already got our rubber. We attached it to the fucking team. We ain't getting this team. It ain't going to bust out of this rubber, all right? We're going to be fine. So we're going to go with David Montgomery and hype up the super-duper upside that a guy like David Montgomery brings to your fantasy football team. So after we draft a guy like David Montgomery, not a guy like David Montgomery, we drafted fucking David Montgomery. Damian Williams, T.Y. Hilton, D.K. Metcalf, James Conner, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Michael Gallup. Well, we're just fucked at the quarterback. Well, we're not fucked at the quarterback position, but these are the guys I would have liked. I love Dak, and I love Josh Allen. All right, I'm taking that to the bank. Dak could be top five. Josh Allen could be top five. I mean, Dak finished number two last year, so could be is kind of an understatement. But I think that Josh Allen is going to tear it up. Same with Dak Prescott. Deshaun Watson I'm a bit worried about, but the value in the seventh round is pretty high for a guy that was typically going inside the top three quarterbacks selected off the board. But right here, there's a wide receiver that is just screaming my name, and that's, that's Tyler Boyd. But I might go with Terry McLaurin here and then get Tyler Boyd on the swing. So it is important to look at the draft to figure out if anyone needs any wide receivers here. Are people low on wide receivers like myself? No, everyone seems to have like three wide receivers around me. So I think we should be fine here to wait. No, actually, these guys only have two. So they may take wide receivers, but I think we should be fine. I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin here. And I think that Terry McLaurin and Tyler Boyd is going to be a conversation I'm going to have to have back and forth in my head. The angel on my shoulder, the devil or whatever, the two angels, I guess. Terry McLaurin and Tyler Boyd. I think they both have potential to be top 15, top 20 wide receivers. I think Tyler Boyd is a top 20 wide receiver. But I think Terry McLaurin has the potential to be top 10. Dwayne Haskins is not good. But Riverboat Ron is going to fucking figure out how to give Terry McLaurin the ball. So I'm going to believe in Terry McLaurin. I think he has a much better year. Dwayne Haskins was obviously a rookie last season. That offensive line splits like the Red Sea. It's terrible, but I think that Terry McLaurin puts up numbers in 2020. So that's what I'm going to go with here and pray to the fantasy lords that Tyler Boyd falls back to me, and he doesn't. He 
does not. So that's just the risk you take there when you go with a guy like Terry McLaurin over Tyler Boyd. I don't hate it, though, because obviously Terry McLaurin is my wide receiver three. He ain't in the starting lineup. He will be on the bye weeks or when he has the advantageous um, position to win me a week because he's a better matchup. So after Terry McLaurin, Tyler Boyd, David Johnson, Drew Brees, A.J. Green, Aaron Rodgers, Darius Geist, Darrell Henderson, uh, Raheem Mostert, Julian Edelman, Debo Samuel. So let me tell you some picks here I really dislike. Number one, I hate A.J. Green. A.J. Green is going to get hurt again. I'm sorry to tell you. He's going to get hurt again, or will he even play? Who fucking knows? That guy's a bitch. Straight up. <laughs> Not actually. I mean, A.J. Green's probably a nice guy, but this guy can't fucking touch the field. He can't stay healthy. Same thing with Darius Geis. Darius Geis will get hurt. He probably plays Madden. He probably gets hurt in Madden. Like, he probably hurts his fucking hand, and then he can't play for a week. That's just how injury-prone these guys are. Don't like him at all. Darrell Henderson, actually, there's a curious case for Darrell Henderson because Dar- Darrell Henderson, right now, to me, has the most upside of any of these running backs you can take besides David Johnson past the seventh round. Darrell Henderson may be a top 10 back if he's given the opportunity. 60-40 like I see it. But if they draft Cam Akers, they draft J.K. Dobbins, they draft one of these guys in the second round, I am going to be hanging from the ceiling because Darrell Henderson will be useless in that situation. But his upside is immense. So, right now, looking at the quarterback position, guys like Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, none of these guys really call my name, so I'm just going to continue to wait. Same thing at the tight end position. I don't think any of these guys, yeah, it's still the same tier of shit shows where I'm just worried. I mean, Hunter Henry and Evan Ingram are the two biggest injury-prone tight ends. They go back-to-back in a lot of drafts. So, we're probably going to hammer the wide receiver position unless I see value at the running backs and then just go all wide receivers the rest of the draft, which is probably what I'm going to end up doing. I'm going to go Kareem Hunt here. Kareem Hunt is so safe, okay? He's safe. If Nick, Ch- He's so safe to start every week because Stefanski is going to run the ball every fucking down. He's going to hammer the ball 35 touches, I would th- assume, to Chubb and Kareem. So 25 to Chubb, 10 to Kareem. Amazing. Amazing value late in the draft. Kareem Hunt, if Chubb goes down, is a top 10 back. And that's a lock. You saw Kareem Hunt when he was on the Chiefs before he had his mishap. Kareem Hunt was a fucking god. He was a top 10 fantasy running back. He could do it again in Cleveland. He can... If Chubb gets hurt, but if Chubb doesn't get hurt, he's just a safe flex to throw in every single week. So I love Kareem Hunt here late in the draft. So I have to win with Kareem Hunt. Mr. Jarvis Landry can't afford followed by Darius Slayton, Philip Lindsay, James White, Ronald Jones, Sony Michelle, Marquise Brown, and Christian Kirk. So, so far, honestly, the only pick that's really, really, really confusing to me is Jarvis Landry. You can't draft Jarvis Landry because we don't know if he's going to be healthy for the start of the year. I don't think he'll be healthy. I just don't think he'll be healthy, and then I don't think he'll be healthy for a couple of months. I mean, the doctors, they're always going to tell you this guy's going to be healthy. AJ, AJ Green's good to go week two. He's going to go for the start of the season. Then, oh, now he's going to go for week eight, and then you never see these motherfuckers touch the field. I'm not trusting Jarvis, so I'm just not going to go ahead and draft him. So now we're going to go and hammer some wide receivers because we got one, two, three, four running backs. Wait, one, two, three, four, five running backs and three wide receivers. This is when we hammer the wide receivers with potential upside. So I'm going to go with John Brown. I know I'm not going with Will Fuller because they just brought in Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is probably a guy you can draft, but I'm kind of worried about his injury. I'm very worried about Brandon Cooks' injuries. I just am, okay? It's blatant. This man gets fucking hurt every year. But when he's on the field, he's great. Same thing with Will Fuller, and I'm just not trying to take that risk right now. I'd rather go with John Brown, who I think could be just as good as he was last year with Stefan Diggs on the field. It's kind of risky, but he does not have any injury history or any major injury problems like any of these other guys have. So Jonathan Taylor came off the board after our pick. That is not going to happen. Jonathan Taylor is going to go in the first couple of rounds of your draft. 
Right now, we don't know where Jonathan Taylor goes because we've got about 12 days until the NFL draft. So DeAndre Swift also went the round after. But after Jonathan Taylor was Will Fuller, Jordan Howard, Emmanuel Sanders, Tariq Cohen, Mike Williams, Sterling Shepard, Rashad Perriman, Brandon Cooks, uh, DeAndre Swift. Both of those running backs will likely be top four round picks. That's just how it always ends up going. Last year, we had Montgomery and Jacobs top four round picks. We had a couple of years ago, Saquon Barkley was a top round pick. He was the first overall pick in some drafts his rookie year. That could happen this year with Jonathan Taylor or DeAndre Swift. I would not be very surprised because people are fucking crazy, okay? So another wide receiver I like to target late here is Marvin Jones, but we already have Mr. Ken Galladay, but I'm still going to do it because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, all these guys below him, I don't like anywhere near as much as him. So I'm just going to take him. I know I explained how Kenny Galladay is great and how Marvin Jones being there does not mean super much for Kenny Galladay. It doesn't. But it also helps Marvin Jones because Marvin Jones is a very talented wide receiver. Given he was not hurt last, he was hurt last year. If he stayed healthy, he would have been an amazing wide receiver. And you saw multiple weeks of this guy blowing it up. He scored like 30 points multiple weeks. I love Marvin Jones. I think that this Detroit offense is much better as long as Stafford stays healthy. So I think it's a safe pick to go with Marvin Jones late. And then we're likely just going to draft a final pick to be a running back, and then we're going to go with quarterback and tight end. So, still available are guys like, we're not still available, uh, after we went Marvin Jones, Freeman, Kenneth Board, followed by Malcolm Brown, Robbie Anderson, Alshon Jeffrey, Royce Freeman, Latavius Murray, Anthony Miller, Evan Ingram. Now, I'm kind of crazy. I wouldn't mind going with Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown, because then you just lock down the backfield as long as they don't draft anyone, and I think that is a strategy that I may be using in drafts later. So, that's just my opinion. Um, right now, I'd probably just draft the quarterback, to be honest with you, to be safe. And right here, I like Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is a very tipsy-turvy guy. One year, he's at, he's up here. He's like a top-five quarterback. The next year, top 12. And then top five, top 12. You know what he was last year? Top 12. You know what he's going to be this year? Top five, top five, top five, as Drake would say. I love Matt Ryan. This situation's amazing. Shootout central in his division, especially now with TB12 coming. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers might be slightly worse, though, because James Winston is a fucking savage and will just throw the ball a million times a game. So after him with Matty Ice, Golden Tate came out the board, followed by Austin Hooper, Boston Scott, Hunter Henry, Tevin Coleman, Jared Cook, Matt, Brita, Tyler Higby, Noah Fant, and Dallas Goder. So now we draft our running back, and then hopefully our tight end sleeper falls to us. Or we can just draft our tight end now and then hammer. Yeah, we're just going to draft the tight end now. We're going to go with O.J. Howard, okay? I think that this O.J. Howard is going to scream scream up the draft board. He's going to go from like a 13th round pick, 12th round pick, to like a top 8 round pick because people are going to buy in on TB12, Thomas Brady, Tampa Bay Tom, Tampa Bay Tommy is going to come in there and ball out. That's what people believe. Do I believe that? Kind of. But you know what I do believe is that Todd Brady loves the tight end. All right? He loves that tight end. That's why he loves his wife. Now, OJ Howard is going to be great in Tampa Bay. Okay, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. There's a lot of fucking talent on the Tampa Bay offense, but OJ Howard is going to find his nut in that end zone, and you're going to blow that nut all over your opponent. I love OJ Howard here. Except with OJ Howard, a bunch of QBs came off the board. Justice, uh, Justice Hill, then Danny Dimes, Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, uh, Curtis Samuel, Jamison Crowder, Tony Pollard, and Carlos Hyde. So you guys have to understand something as well. When you're in your at home league, you have to read the room. You have to know if you've played with these guys for a while, what's going to happen. If you know that in a 10-team league, people are going to start hammering their second quarterback before you even draft one, you got to understand that you're going to probably have to going to be drafting either a shit quarterback or you got to pull the trigger. you got to just pull the trigger. 
You got to understand that because I play in a lot of leagues like that. I wait on quarterback, and a bunch of these assholes are taking quarterbacks ahead of me. And then I, I end up with a shitty quarterback, and it kind of cost me. So I got I got I learned that a couple of years ago, and now I'm on the bar. I draft the correct guys. Tom Brady here in the 13th round is amazing value. While I don't believe he'll be like a top eight guy, like many believe, I think he'll probably be top 12. That's still fine with me, though. TB12 will be great. And at the running back position, my golden ticket I'm going to hammer on in this video is going to be my boy Justin Jackson. Call me Miss Jackson. <laughs> but Justin Jackson is going to be great. Justin Jackson... If they don't draft another running back or bring another one in, it's going to be Austin Eckler's side bitch, and he's going to be good. Two years ago, we saw him play great with Austin Eckler when Melvin Gordon was out. I think Justin Jackson is going to stampede on there. I said draft him last year. He was shit. He didn't do anything, but that's because Melvin Gordon came back faster than expected. This year, Melvin Gordon got fucking shipped. They said Kobe. They threw his ass straight to Denver, and now Justin Jackson is going to go off in the L.A. Superchargers uniform. So now the draft is about to be over here. We went, or the draft went with uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Jamal uh, Williams, Thomas Brady, Duke Johnson, Matty Snapback, and a bunch of defenses and kickers. So the way you're gonna pick a defense is very simple. You're going to go on Google, type in NFL schedule week one. The schedule is not out now, so you can't figure this out. But you're gonna find an offense playing a shitty defense, and you draft them, or a defense drafting a shitty offense. You draft them for week one. If they play a hard opponent week two, you cut them. You watch my video, Notorious Fantasy. On YouTube, Notorious Fantasy Football on the podcast app, you you watch that, you listen to that, and you figure out who to stream at the defensive position. You cut that fucking guy that has a bad matchup, and you add a new one. Very simple. What I do every time, we're going to go with the Ravens here. That has nothing to do with anything because we don't know who the fuck the Ravens are playing week one. Now for kicker. I'm probably going to release a kicker video closer to the, the draft, which kickers I like. So I'm just going to go and look down here real quick and just draft one that I think will be pretty solid here. We're going to go with Mr. Mr. Matt Prater of Detroit. He's always been solid. He's a very safe kicker. And I think it'll be much better this year when Stafford is healthy. So I like that pick here. That's what we're going to go with. A bunch of kickers and defenses. So we got a B on Fantasy Pros. But don't let the grade deter you. All right, Yahoo, ESPN, NFL, they all give you grades. Don't mean shit. It's not like a real fucking grade. This ain't going on your GPA. You will be fine. So our final roster here, before I end off the video, we got quarterback Matt Ryan. Our two running backs are Zeke and Austin Eckler. Wide receivers Kenny Galladay, Cortland Sutton, tight end OJ Howard, Le'Veon Bell, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, kickers Matt Prater. Our, def our bench is comprised of Dave Montgomery, Scary Terry McLaurin, Kara Reem Hunt, John Brown, Marvin Jones, Justin Jackson. So thank you guys all for watching this video. Let me know what you guys thought of my squad down below in the comments. Make sure you let me know. If any of these picks fucking sucked to you, let me know. Click on the videos around me. Click that subscribe button. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a blessed rest of your day. Stay safe from the Rona. Goodbye.